0: chapter 7 of history of chemistry volume 2 by sir edward thorpe this librivox recording is in the public domain valency chemical formulae from the time of berzelius onwards have been regarded as rational expressions that is they serve to represent the relations and analogies of the substance they are employed to designate and indicate in the simplest and at the same time the most comprehensive manner the chemical changes in which the substances take part. In the words of Gerhardt, those formulae are, quote, the best that make evident the greatest number of such relations and analogies, unquote, and that serve to express the greatest number of the chemical changes in which they are concerned. In such concrete expressions of chemical change, it was frequently observed that a definite group of some or all of the constituent elements of the substance hung together, as it were, and passed apparently unchanged into the products of its transformation these groups were not necessarily radicals in the sense in which liebig and wohler used the term to gerhardt and to Kekule, they were simply residues remaining unattacked in a chemical metamorphosis and passing as such into the products of the change they might or might not be capable of isolation as definite entities thus for example we may represent the composition of the following sulphur compounds so as to show that they all contain the group SO2, or sulfuryl SO2Cl2, sulfuryl chloride, SO2ClOH, chlorosulfonic acid, SO2NO2Cl, sulfuryl nitrile chloride, SO2NO2OH, leaden chamber crystals, SO2OHOH, sulfuric acid. These formulae serve to show how the several substances are mutually related, and that they may be derived from one another by the substitution of atoms of chlorine for hydroxyl OH, or nitrile, NO2, or vice versa. It was pointed out in 1851 by Williamson, and subsequently by Gerhardt, that these groups are characterized by differences in their power of combining with, or replacing, atoms of hydrogen, or of groups or elements which, like chlorine are chemically equivalent to hydrogen. Such a radical or residue as ethyl, carbon 2, hydrogen 5, C2H5, is chemically equivalent to one atom of hydrogen, as is shown when we compare the formula for ether, as established by Williamson, with that of ordinary alcohol. C2H5HO, alcohol, C2H5C2H5O, ether. Sulforel, SO2, is chemically equivalent to two atoms of hydrogen. phosphoryl PO, as suggested by Odling, to three atoms of hydrogen. Gerhardt therefore proposed to designate these and similar groups as monatomic, diatomic, triatomic, according to their respective hydrogen replacing power. This conception of the definite atom-fixing or replacing power of groups or compound radicals was extended by Franklin in 1852, so as to include the simple radicals, that is, the elements. In the memoir in which he announced the existence of the organometallic compounds, he pointed out that the elements may be classified according to their combining power, or, as he expressed it, according as, quote, their affinities are best satisfied, unquote. This idea was independently developed by Cooper and Kekulé in 1858. It is from that period that the definite introduction of the conception of atomicity, atomic value, or valency, into chemical doctrine may be said to date. The memoir in Liebig's Annalen der Chemie und Pharmacy, in which Kekulé announced his views, deals particularly with the tetravalency of carbon and the doctrine of linking of atoms in terms of their valency. As formulated by Kekulé, and as subsequently developed in his famous textbook, This doctrine exercised an immediate effect on the progress of the chemistry of carbon compounds. Like every fruitful hypothesis, it stimulated inquiry and brought out analogies. And the more it was applied, the more apparent became its suggestiveness and utility. The scope of chemical formulae was greatly extended. Rational formulae grew into dissected or constitutional formulae, and on the system of constitutional formulae have been grafted successive attempts to elucidate the manner in which the constituents of a molecule are grouped and held together. It is interesting to note that the proximate effect of the theory of chemical structure, which grew out of Kekulé's doctrine, was to assimilate what was sound in the seemingly antagonistic theories of types and radicals. As a mode of exposition, Kekulé used models to illustrate the manner in which the affinity values of compounds are satisfied these were not intended to represent the actual spatial distribution of the atoms in a molecule but they nevertheless familiarized the mind with the idea first clearly recognized by wollaston and berzelius that this is the ultimate aim of chemistry it was probably their use either actually or by visualization that led Kekulé in eighteen sixty five to his theory of the constitution of benzene as developed in his paper on the constitution of aromatic compounds a theory no less fruitful in its consequences than that of the tetravalency of carbon and of the linkage of atoms. Such models, too, in the hands of Van Toff, subsequently served to elucidate the connection between optical characters and crystalline form, and to explain the isomerism of certain organic substances. Kekulé was of opinion that the valency or affinity value of an element was a definite and invariable quantity, a fundamental property of the atom as immutable as its atomic weight many facts appear to show that such is not the case thus phosphorus and nitrogen are sometimes trivalent and at other times pentavalent tin in certain of its compounds is divalent in others tetravalent sulphur may be a dyad a tetrad or a hexad it will be seen that the valency of these particular elements varies by two units This was at one time held to be a natural law, and the various elements were divided by Franklin into two main groups of one, parasads or elements of odd atomic value, and ardiads or elements of even atomic value. Experience has demonstrated that a rigid classification on this basis is not possible. Many instances are known of elements not only varying in valency by two units, but even by one unit thus nitrogen which is usually a parasad, is apparently an artiad in nitric acid and in gaseous nitrogen peroxide roscoe has shown that uranium and tungsten originally regarded as artiads form pentachlorides to what the difference in the affinity value of an element is due and why different elements should manifest different values is at present unknown valency like other properties appears to be a periodic function of atomic weight from the behavior of such analogous compounds as phosphorus pentafluoride, phosphorus pentachloride, phosphorus pentabromide, it seems, too, to be related to the weights of the atoms in combination. Further, it would appear that the mutual affinities of substances vary with temperature, that is, with the energy imparted to their molecules. Numerous instances appear to indicate that the atom-fixing power of an element decreases when it is strongly heated, that is, when the internal energy imparted to its combinations exceeds a certain limiting value. Hoff has attempted a mechanical explanation of valency depending on the shape of the atoms, as affected by variation in their vibratory motions resulting from differences of temperature. Hemholtz suggested that the different charges of electricity associated with the atoms may determine their affinity values, that, for example, a monad carries a single charge a dyad two, a triad three charges. Many considerations go to show that the affinity value of an element is not capable of definite numerical expression in the sense which the doctrine of valency as generally understood implies, and that the variations are not of the per saltum character assumed by saying that the affinity value is sometimes one, sometimes two, at other times three, and so on. When we have apparently satisfied the accepted atomic value of an element, by allocating to it what we regard as the necessary complement of atoms of other bodies, it is frequently evident that the capacity for combination of the whole molecule is not satisfied. Many apparently saturated molecules have the power of combining with other equally saturated molecules. Sulfur trioxide, SO3, and barium monoxide, BAO, would appear each to have their affinity values satisfied, Nevertheless, they combine with great readiness to form barium sulphate, BASO4. End of chapter 7